0: Good evening, and welcome back to the Adventures in Lollygagging. I am Aaron, your Doom Master. Once again, we're going to be playing Modiphius' 2D20, Conan, and Age Undreamed Of, as we continue our Hyborian tales. So let me give you a little bit of a recap of what happened uh, two weeks ago. Our, uh, our brave and heroic adventurers were fleeing through a mountain cavern uh, passageway from a celestial dragon that was sicked on them by the uh, court and emperor of katai for crimes against katai they felt that they were getting away until the celestial dragon used magic on a level that sobek had never experienced or even considered before and literally squeezed the mountain around them uh the cult co- the tunnel began to collapse And they, the floor cracked open and they found themselves in an underwater, I mean, in in an underground river, submerged, pelting along until it opened up into a great waterfall where they began to fall and fall and fall, falling so long that they thought perhaps it would never end, all the while being attacked by these ravenous packs of razor wings, these horrible, demonic, bat-like things that were shredding their flesh. And then they pounded into this black, freezing sea. Darkness above, darkness below, no way to tell what was going on. They followed their bubbles towards the surface. Fortunately for them, nothing came to investigate what had fallen from the waterfall. They were greeted on the surface by lights and a man speaking in an Aquilonian accent saying, come, come to the boat. And he brought them on board, letting them know that they were in a cavern with no exits, a great underground inland sea. He took them back to the village, a village of degenerated, bizarre mutants of some sort with fish-like appearances who were apparent servants or servitors or fodder for dwellers in the deep, which they had not yet seen. They were told that they could stay within the village. They were told of a, a mission from the Aquilonian University, a scholarly search for the city because they had found a man Uh, who had popped up into their grand library, who claimed that he had been here and traveled down into this drowned city of Sarcomond and found a way to a well and through a well into another world altogether, a fantastical world where he apparently lived for years until he accidentally opened a door and walked through it into Aquilonia. There was enough evidence on the man, a moonstone pendant, a black iron dagger made of a material never found in, Hyperbo- in Hyboria that made them set out with this expedition. Their expedition made it into the cavern up high on the ceiling near the roof, where they were ambushed by these cavern creatures, forcing their their uh, people into the water. Of the 30 who were in the expedition, a um, little over 20 went into the water. And by the time our heroes met them, only five were left, others having succumbed to the horrors within the cavern. They were told to always carry light on them, for if they did not have light, the creatures that feed in the dark would strike without warning. And we left, as they were setting sail on the ship once again, to continue to map out the sunken city of Sarcomon, to try to find this chimney or this bifurcated tower that would allow them to delve deeper into the city and perhaps find an exit because there is no exit from this cavern otherwise they went out that first day and they came back sobek using his sorcery and his skills searching the waters could never in that first day found a, a a room of, of air within the city, but no passage from it that was not flooded. No way a, a normal person could get through. And So he came back up, and then sleep after sleep, they continued to go out. For 40 sleep cycles, these adventurers have been in this cavern, in this endless night, surrounded by dark, the only light from the globes they carry, The strange, vacant looks of these villagers following them always. The eerie feeling that if they misstepped just a little, these villagers perhaps would offer them up to the dwellers in the deep. In fact, during those 40 sleeps, some have succumbed. Jermyn Juntz, one of the survivors of the Aquilonian forces, was walking from his domicile down to the common eating area, carrying his lighted globe. But he had been lazy the day before and had not replaced it because he hated to go to the light bringer's chamber. It disgusted him. And as he walked down the stairs, his globe went out. Everyone heard his scream and rushed to where they thought he would be. And when they got there, all they saw was a skeleton from the waist up, to strings of flesh and muscle and hair hanging off of it, and then from the waist down, legs encased in pants and his boots, as the light from everyone converging on him drove the razor wings away. But he was not the only one to fall. Ignacio and Etienne Legasse were on the ship with you. This may have been the 10th or 12th sleep. And a great tentacled beast rose up and scooped them off the deck with several of the villagers and into the black waters they went, never to be seen again. And so the group of five was down to two, the Countess Alexandra Kirwan and Malachi Martens, the man who helped you on that, when you fell into the cavern. Sadly, The Countess Kirwan fell ill while you were out on the ship one day. Perhaps the 25th or 26th sleep. And when you returned, you had found that her fever had grown bad enough that the villagers had taken her, had taken her into the chamber of the Giver of Light. And they had plastered her against the wall and fed her the virus. And as you docked, you heard her screaming as she began to split open the new bringer in light. And so now, after 40 sleeps in this endless night, in this hell, where a simple mistake will end your life, it is just you, you five and Malachi Marntentz who make your way out once again on the boat to another area of sunken Sarcomand in the hopes of finding some way to free yourselves from this hell. You can't even really remember what sunlight felt like or what true light is. You don't remember the taste of good food. You've only been feeding off of fungus and fish and a horrible mushroom beer afraid to drink the water, even the fresh water after what after what you had been told happened to some of the other earlier uh, adventurers from Aquilonia who became like the villagers after drinking the water. So, Aurelia, you're on this ship, the 40th time you've been on this ship. Tell us about your character. Tell us what Aurelia is thinking and feeling.
1: So, Aurelia is very used to being out in the forest, in the wilds, of having sky above her to observe. And she's trying to keep her sanity in the sense of she's been, as best she can, keeping track of the moon phases as they should be based off her sleeps. um, To try and have a better grasp of time. But she is starting to form some sort of kind of claustrophobia, Um, just feeling this cave further and further encroach upon her and not having access to the open sky and and fresh air Uh, or like being able to go out and catch her own food or anything to that extent. So she's been very morose and kind of quiet, but also... um, Obsessive with keeping track of the phases of the moon.
0: Would there be any uh, person that Aurelia would be sharing her concerns with or talk speaking with more um amongst your group?
1: Um I think maybe Roya at this point, her and Zamir, you know, really bonded over Mother Wisp, but with kind of her separation from Sobek with her disappointment of what had happened with that village, I, she probably would start to interact more with Roya in uh, even Drusus.
0: So Roya, um, how has this 40 day or 40 sleeps of darkness affected you?
2: Yeah, so Roya, I would say, um, you know, initially was sort of contemplating the separation from Ben, her kind of trusted donkey who had been, you know, kind of traveling far and wide with Roya, you know, kind of over all of this time. Um, And so probably early on, that was sort of a bit of her focus. Um, And then after that, I would say that she's kind of trying to do her best as Aurelia's, you know, kind of starting to, you know, kind of, be stressed by kind of our surroundings and all of these kinds of things. she's kind of trying to utilize some of her, uh, you know, kind of talents in this area. Um, so she does have uh, comforting lies um, that she kind of tries to use, you know, for, you know, connected to traumas and and, and different things like that. And then I would say that really she's trying to, kind of map this area to the best that she can. And she knows that there's, you know, kind of work that's been done with that, but that's, you know, always been something for her. She's got a great sense of direction. She's traveled so much. She's always able to sort of find her way back to where she needs to go. Um, And so really just trying to get her bearings and kind of get her orientation here. So kind of very much about kind of that spatial awareness. So whereas, you know, kind of Aurelia is feeling compacted, by everything Roy is really trying to kind of take in every nook and cranny and crack and and all of that and, and really kind of get a good sense of of all of the details
0: and as you're mapping all of this out and working through all these spaces and trying to understand it is there anyone amongst your party that uh, you're turning to for help with that
2: Um, I would say that perhaps with kind of trying to Be quiet about this process because there's sort of all of these rules and different things that sort of go on here. Um, And so I would say, um, you know, Zamir is able to sort of help us with being quieter than we are naturally ourselves. Uh, So that would be what I would say.
0: So we find Zamir and you speaking uh, on the ship as it moves out over to the area. Zamir. You break away your 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 eyes, you're scanning the darkness, this impenetrable darkness, you know, you can only see the distance of your globes of your life. Old habits die hard. How has Zamir uh, been adapting to this new way of living?
3: I think Zamir uh, began as a very um, optimistic. I think he was. And I think that he is one who feels fortune and luck. In skill would get him through. However, it's been 40 days, or perhaps longer, and we have not seen the sun. And while Zamir has always been one who's very accustomed to the shadows, this is taking it to a level that is perhaps a bit uncomfortable for even him, for he has heard the stories of people going into the shadows without the light and what has befallen them the very places where Zamir functions well has been in those shadows without that light but I think a part of him uh, might be a little afraid in fact uh, that there is something there that is better, more accustomed to the shadows than he is Uh, so I think he has probably been more spending time with Roya making sure he has a backup Uh, He has ensured that he's not necessarily going everywhere alone, although he functions best probably by himself. Um, I don't think he is doing well. I think think his mental is perhaps being reflected a bit in his physical. Uh, He has not seen the sun in some time. His skin is pale. His hair has grown uh, oily and thick. And uh, this, uh, this has bothered him. So I don't think he is. Um, I don't think he is in a uh, as positive and as um, uh, as dashing as he has been in the past.
0: So as as we fade away from Samir, as he's scanning the darkness, uh, we glance over and we see Sir Drusus Jolden. What what would Sir Drusus Jolden be doing on the boat at this point, and how has this forty days affected him? Yes, uh, my hair is more
4: disheveled, my facial hair is unkept. I've been trying to become, or gather, the title of the fish lord for these villagers. So I'm trying to get them as my servants. I'm offering what they can for their services, so every time the boat comes back, I want them to greet me, want them to bathe me, wash my clothes, try to get them to next fish, get me a next platter of fish, another mushroom
0: ale, all those sort of things try to get them under my cervix. And you found that they, they do respond to your commands almost as if they were bred to be servants themselves. But you've also found that they're cloying and cold touch. And it's very uncomfortable when they're close to you and they're, they're caring for you. You almost feel like they're sizing you up, that they're waiting for you to make one single mistake and that then you would join them so although you've succeeded in your goal uh, you found that uh, it's harder for you to sleep and harder for you to relax because having been in their close company so much more than the rest you are sensing a level of maliciousness in them that uh, the others might not have picked up on and then that leads us To the final member of of our group, Sobek. What is this 40 days or 40 sleeps meant for Sobek here within the darkness? Greetings, mortals.
5: I find myself quite frustrated. Success has never been difficult for me, despite the great adversity that I have faced in my life. I am no stranger to suffering or discomfort, but this failure i find quite unacceptable and knowing how crucial my shape-shifting abilities are to our success i have been displacing my frustration towards the rest of the group who has been those who have been less useful in our search
0: so at this moment you've been out on the boat probably for what feels like four or five hours, about half the amount of time you normally stay um, out searching over a different area of of sunken Sarcomon. Malachi Martens is with you. The ship is crewed by these villagers. Um, Once again, they do exactly what they're told to do, nothing more, Um, but you get the unnerving feeling that there's more to them or more that they would like to do. Sobek, um, you're on the boat at the moment. Uh, who would you be arguing with at the moment? I would likely be arguing with
5: Roya or Drusus. Let's hear it. At what point will we stop worrying about our appearance and instead put our energy towards survival? And escape.
4: My appearance. does my hair and my look kept.
5: You flitter about with those villagers every chance you get, asking them to serve you. This is a time for discomfort. We must go without so that we may succeed, so that we may live. Discomfort.
4: I've been in the most discomfort I've been in my life. These mere servants
5: merely answer my call. It is a waste of time and energy, and it does nothing but hold us back.
4: What do you have me do, then?
5: You've been searching for nothing, just darkness here. That is true. You make a valid point. You are useless. Why are you with us?
4: So when the next fishman comes through your head, it won't be laying on the floor.
5: We have yet to see if you can succeed at that. All I know is that you like commanding the brainless.
0: And at that point, Malachi yells out pointing over the edge he's leaning over the edge with his globe in one hand pointing and he's like i think i think this is i think this is what he described it's it's not a chimney it, it's it's some broken tower but i think this is it and at that very moment his head splits in half as a great coral spear sh- is shoved through his mouth and explodes out the back of his head as dwellers in the deep begin to storm your boat. You see oh. these dwellers, the larger dwellers, there's five of them. Uh, they stand about six feet tall. They're hulking with very long arms and great webbed, clawed hands. They're, they've got gills coming off of the side of their face. And these large, elastic mouths filled with rows and rows of shark-like teeth. And these great black eyes. And they shudder forward on these webbed feet, hissing and weaving. And for every one of these great dwellers, there's four or five lesser uh, dwellers with them. And you notice, everybody give me uh, an observation check. Just difficulty one.
4: One success. (laughs) Fail. Three
3: successes for Zamir. Zamir
0: did well. Sobek got a success. Roya got two successes. You only needed one, so you guys are up to three points of momentum. And what you all notice, um, except for Roya, I mean, you're just taken aback by this horrible assault um the rest of you see that all of the villagers they just sit down on their haunches and sort of roll their faces forward so their heads are touching the deck almost as if they are bowing to these creatures almost as if now that uh they have you out here that that perhaps it is time for the true masters of the cavern uh to take their place what do you do They're coming for you with these great coral knives and spears.
2: I feel like Raya didn't see it because she was just in the mood to be snotty. And so she was turning around to Sobek and just being like, do you feel better? You have something that you can go like attack now? And then she kind of missed the reveal. I like it. I need
0: everybody as you see them coming up, everybody to make a discipline check. Just difficulty one.
2: Fail again for Roya.
6: One success. Glad I used that momentum. One success.
5: Okay. When uh, I roll discipline, I can re-roll one die. So can I re-roll that twenty? Yes. It's not a okay. critical fail. Not a complication.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you so. end up getting an extra point of momentum from uh Sobek. Those of you who succeeded are okay. Um, but, Royal, because you were kind of taken aback. You really weren't, ex- this is just not taking. out. One of them is just right in front of you, and it opens its mouth so wide you you think it could literally swallow you whole. And this hideous, croaking noise just, just comes out at you, and the fetid smell of, and you would think fish, but no, this smells like meat. This smells like flesh. This smells the charnel stench of a death pit. Um, You take... What's your, uh, your soak, your mental soak? Do you have any courage?
2: No. Okay,
0: so you take four points of damage uh, to your to your mental, uh, to your resolve, that is, sorry. But it's not okay. enough to give you a trauma um, as you face off against this horrible fear from this thing. But you guys are up. You basically have five discrete packs of these things. You also, as a reminder, have a clear shot at this tower or chimney in the water
4: the dwellers finally show themselves and i'm gonna charge at them okay i'm gonna pull out my RP and start mm-hmm. slashing
0: at the nearest one okay so you use your uh your minor action to, to pull out your weapon and swing away
4: Three successes to momentum
0: nice uh do you want to do anything with the momentum
4: yeah I'm gonna do spend the two to hit a secondary target for half damage
0: nice okay uh roll your damage
4: let's see so I'm able to re-roll I mm-hmm. think because of my talent here yep Just one damage dice, so I'll re-roll that.
0: Okay, nice. So six, six total damage. Now, you find that because they're soaked and they've got this slime on them, they actually can't catch fire. So the incendiary okay. won't have an effect, but you did do six. They do have some armor, though, so that takes it down to four on the primary, and what happens is two of these lesser things jump in front of the greater dweller in the deep. One of them gets grievously injured as you slice into its abdomen and intestines start to loop out, but it's still on its feet, and the other one is grazed, um, but still also standing.
4: That's it for me.
3: Okay. If we're fighting then Zamir will target uh so one of the so there how many you said there were four or five of the great
6: there's, dwellers. There there's five of the great dwellers, so there's okay. five groups right. uh,
0: of these um so there's basically five mobs. And the way mobs work in Conan yeah. for the people walking in home at uh, home, um the the leader of the mob is the last one standing. Um so you end up. You have to take out the the minions within the mob before you can really get at the leader of the mob, unless you've got a special ability or something that allows you to target the leader specifically. So
1: that's about twenty five.
6: Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a lot of them. Okay. Um, well, I mean, if Drusus is fighting, uh, Zamir will back him up, uh, and he will target one of these great dwellers. Um, I think i'm hmm. the same gr- the same group or a, or a different group yeah that's a good question yeah um okay can i as a m- are, are we in close close enough proximity that like i i don't necessarily have to use my minor action to move around or like are we, are you, we like yeah yeah okay you guys you nobody has to move use your minor action to move at all you're in very okay. cramped
0: quarters here
6: i'm gonna It's like a this- mosh pit I'm going to make use of a new talent uh, as a, I got battlefield perception. So during combat, I can choose one enemy. And so I'm going to choose the the, the great dweller that Drus has just attacked. I can make an average observation test as a minor action. If successful, mm-hmm. I can determine how much of the target's stress remains and how many harms the target is suffering from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I, I can, I can repeat that if I spend more momentum. Uh, I can mm-hmm. choose like addi- I can choose additional foes, I should say. Uh, so let me do that. Let's see that that might that might make me consider some things. Um, And there's really just one that's taken damage. uh, So I'm just going to I'm just going to roll normal. Uh, This game just hates me. Uh, That's a success, but I also did roll another D20. uh, So that's a complication. I've rolled more natural 20s in this game than I have ever rolled in any game in my entire life. Definitely Um, the wrong system for you.
0: I'm going to take just take a point of doom for that uh, at the moment. Uh, sure. but you did get a success so what I'll tell you is uh and I'll give you a little bit extra information just because i'm I'm feeling generous uh the the greater dwellers in the deep um have twelve vigor um and they can take two wounds their minions have seven vigor
6: okay all right seven vigor and did um did the Great Dweller take any harm already from no. Juice's attack? Okay. No, no, just two of his two of his minions did. Alright, then I will I'll I'll target the same one then, if that's the case. Okay. Um Absolutely. and I will burn one of my fortune points, uh, to take so I'm gonna end up having to take two actions here. Two two regular actions. One of them I'm gonna mm-hmm. do is exploit, uh, as mm-hmm. I normally do, and then I will um, I will fling a dagger, I suppose. Uh, now, at this one.
0: Now, this is one of those instances since since Zamir is taking the exploit action and specifically targeting one of the greater dwellers in the deep. This is an instance where I will allow him to attack it directly because he's taking an extra action to target it, basically. So,
6: perfect. All right. Um, okay. So let me. Uh, so it's going to be because of my my you know my normal abilities i can mm-hmm. my uh, talents and stuff i can roll my stealth so i'm going to use my dagger for this um i will i'll take i'll do one momentum on the hit on the under on the to hit just to see if mm-hmm. i can get us up some more uh skill is stealth. okay uh all right so that is four successes nice. uh so was it just difficulty one?
0: Yep, just difficulty one for your All awareness right. check. So oh, I'll, did you
6: already? This, is, this is for the attack. I'm making okay. attack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's right. I got to do my, for the exploit action, I got to do yep. observation. That's right. Sorry. Let me do that. So many observation tests. Uh, I'll do the same thing. I'll use a momentum just to be sure. Okay. Uh, one success. Okay. Yeah. Whew, that was Perfect. close. Okay. Um, okay. So you- do you want me to re-roll my my, uh, my attack? No, 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 you're good, okay. you're good. So you only needed
0: one success, so yeah, the rest of it, the other three, uh, you've got three points of momentum to play with there if
6: you want to. I'll probably use it on damage. Uh, okay, so then... Now Exploit gives it Penetrating 2 and Vicious, right? Uh, It adds Intense and Vicious, mm-hmm. I believe. Intense and Vicious, uh, okay. Penetrating, I think it already has by default. Yep, yep that's right. Uh, So, let me roll my Damage... Uh, so this is going to be, uh, what is it, bonus damage? I'm going to say I'm going to use three momentum for bonus damage. Um, and that's
0: remember that's not a, those aren't extra dice. That's just three extra points yeah, of damage.
6: I'm just I'm putting it into the yep. system. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there we go. Uh, so I will go ahead and then use. I have an ability that lets me change my everything basically to an effect. Uh, so mm-hmm. my talent, my I think it's my death dealer talent will let me. Yep. Nope, not death dealer. Assassin will let me change basically everything in the dice pool as an effect instead of it was actually rolled. So it's basically four points, so all of that's effects. So yeah, four damage plus vicious plus intense plus piercing.
0: Okay, so you get past its armor, it goes to eight points of damage, which would be one wound, but because it's intense, you give it it takes two wounds. Exactly. So describe how you slay this first greater dweller in the deep so does it look like
6: drusus charges in swings kind of gets tangled up with these other small ones and i think at that point zamir will kind of just very carefully and very deftly spin around for once finally getting to use like the shadows to his benefit and as those that are tangling up with Drusus, he'll just spin quickly and just bury a dagger right in what would be the equivalent of the back of this thing's neck. Uh, almost like a backhand swing. Uh, and then pull it out, splurt of whatever blood these things might have. And then he'll stare at Drusus. Hey, more carefully, my friend. And actually, when you pull it out, it's it doesn't
0: even spurt. It's like this thick semi coagulated black viscous fluid that just kind of oozes out but it does it just drops it folds like an accordion to the to the to the deck of the ship and at that point you see the the lesser dwellers it's it's minions the four that were surrounding it they let out this pitiful croak they grab it and they pull the body back into the water and slip over the side Would anybody else like to... So there's four more groups left.
6: He wipes the... I'll have a go. On Sobek's shirt.
5: (laughs) (laughs) With a ranged attack, can I target the greater or do I still have to go for the minions?
0: Uh, What kind of ranged attack are you doing? A spell. A spell you can... So you have to take a minor action to prep the spell. That will be enough for you, allow you to target. Yes, you can target one of the greater ones. It's really like... Physical combat where you really have to mow through the minions. You're well, I'm casting
5: actions. a new spell that I've not cast before: uh, dismember. And I will be targeting one of the graders. I will be spending a fortune in one momentum as well. So wow. that is four momentum. Um, I will. Sp- Spend uh, three of it to add vicious three, mm-hmm. and then one to add a. Not, I'm sorry, I'll spend two for vicious two, and then two to add more effect dice. Okay. So how do I roll the effect dice? It didn't give me an option to do that.
0: Um, it's just add, add dice. Where when you when you pull up the spell, uh, towards the bottom, it should it's like it'll say add dice.
5: Wait, let me. Let me pull up your character real quick. Let me try casting again, but I I didn't see anything pop
0: up. Okay, yeah. you, may, you may not have it. Enter in. Um, just roll your total number of uh, d sixes that you would roll down here at the bottom, and, and we'll count it up. They came up it with will six, six. It be mm-hmm. six. You got one effect, so that's and you said vicious two, vicious two. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, six points of damage. Did it have any other effects on it?
5: Uh, nope, that was a.
0: Seven, seven points of damage. Okay, so describe what the spell looks like as you target this guy. As he is moving forward on deck, invisible
5: forces begin tugging and pulling at him, uh, pulling his limbs, and you see the flesh is beginning to tear and rend away from itself.
0: Okay, Ow. so. Did you cast that as a ranged attack? It counts as ranged close, yes. Yeah, but so, okay, so on the like you could set it up as a ranged attack and then you could add your effect dice in later. That's that's fine. So um Okay. So you, you rend at this thing, um and you tear at it and you cause this grievous wound across it. Um and it does take one wound, but it is still on its feet. And that leaves us with Roya or Aurelia.
2: So Roya is going to kind of try to go up to one of these, um, flavor-wise, what she would like to do is she would like to take her staff and she would like to kind of have one of these things trying to bite her and she wants to try to like shove her staff in to like keep the mouth open so that Aurelia has like a target to like shoot an arrow into.
0: Okay, so you're, you're basically assisting Aurelia.
2: On an attack. I like it. So would that be like a melee kind of thing? Or would that be?
0: Yeah, just give me a melee attack with the staff. Um, Just difficulty one. As long as you succeed, you will pry open its mouth. And that will give Aurelia a free d20 on her attack against this creature. Okay. Um, now I'll, I'll tell you this: Are you targeting? Do you want to target one of the big guys or one of its yes. minions? Okay. Let's like make it a difficulty guys. three then. Difficulty oh. three, because uh, you're basically trying to bot. You're knocking its its minions out of the way and directly attacking it. So that's more difficult.
6: do about fortune,
0: etc. Yeah,
2: I'll or do it. one fortune and one momentum. Okay. Okay. So yeah. hopefully that will yield good things. Three successes.
0: That's exactly what you needed. So, Aurelia, you see Roya just knock a couple of these minions out of the way, jam the the mouth open of this large dweller, and then she sort of glances over her shoulder and gives you that little smile that says, mm. batter up.
1: All right, yeah. So, I no longer have my super cool fancy bow, but I do still have my old faithful. Um... So yeah, she will she always has her bow on her back, so she pulls that out really quickly, gets a shot uh, loaded, um, and then, I can't remember, can we spend the audience die for an additional action? Was that no, something? No, uh, uh, okay. for it's damage. Yeah. Just damage, got it, okay, yeah. cool. Um, yeah, so then I'm going to shoot.
0: Of course, you can also give me Doom if you want to for extra, uh, extra d20s.
1: That is true. That I think it's true. worth it.
0: I'm just saying. <laughs>
2: Because then if you, um, so you might I get have... some extra momentum back.
1: A bonus one from you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll spend a momentum.
0: It's up to four.
1: Yeah. How do I get an additional... Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, cool. So five successes.
0: I, I have successes. So uh, you've got four points of momentum. Uh, you can bank it, or you can use it. What would you like to do as this arrow flies down the gullet of this dweller in the deep?
1: Um. So I want to spend at least two for bonus damage. Okay. So that's plus,
0: plus two damage, not plus two dice. So just, just yes. plus two.
1: Yeah, and then I want to spend two because it says two to three to to disarm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I would like to disarm it if okay. it's still standing.
0: Okay. So um, it does have a... It has a spear. Uh, so it will take three points of momentum to disarm it. So you have to spend a total of five points of momentum. Or, uh, so or then, give me a point of doom and spend four points of momentum.
1: I'll... I'll give you a doom for fun.
0: All right. I think it's
1: fun. You know, keep it keep it exciting. You got to keep it exciting. Um. So then, for damage, I would like uh two bonus dice, Mel, from our pool. Okay. And I'm gonna spend a momentum.
0: Holy crap! Okay. And
1: then because I have the talents accurate mm-hmm. uh I can re-roll mm-hmm. um oh there we mm-hmm. go. I thought I could re-roll more than one
6: but I thought I could you could re-roll one. all of them I think you can re-roll all of the dice. You, you have to select them individually though you can you gotta do yeah. each, oh you only you only hit one of the one of the die that was go ahead and do bad. it again go ahead and do it had, again it's fine.
1: it won't let me on the thing uh, but I had two more to do
0: uh, here it can do it up top there uh no maybe you won't okay yeah just uh, roll 2d6 then okay nice so that's an effect on one two on the other uh okay so, so that's 11
1: plus my two that i spent
0: mm-hmm, 12 13 so were you you were you were striking it one of them wasn't injured correct
1: Yeah, the one that Roya has had prepped. Okay,
0: so describe what it looks like when you kill this one.
1: So, uh, she's not really anticipating killing it, so she just does exactly what Roya preps for her, and as Roya's ripping the staff out of the thing's mouth while it's still open, she gets it between a gap in between the teeth and the soft, fleshy part of the top of its mouth, uh, and kind of embeds in its brain.
0: And the force of the blow actually kind of lifts it up on its heels and it splashes down in the water off of the boat and its minions follow it over the side croaking as well. And now it's their turn. There are three mobs left and there are five of you. So I'm gonna roll a d5 here. I'm gonna roll a d10. One two Aurelia three four Drusus, five six Sobek seven eight Roya nine ten Zamir Zamir the first group turns at you um, and and they strike out. This one Wait. is coming at you actually with its claws. It they enraged. See the threat.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: They know. They know. And it strikes out with its uh, envenomed claws raking at you. Hold on, I got to This is one that has not been injured yet. And it is going to attack. And I will go ahead and spend a Point of Doom to get a bonus dice here.
6: 6 successes.
3: So That
6: misses. Sorry. You needed 7.
0: Damn it. I really thought that I was going to be okay there. Um all right. I'm going to uh, just take plus 3 points of damage. Um for the three momentum. Um piercing one. Uh what's your
6: what's your uh armor on, look like? On my arm, it's one I have one armor soak on my arm, so okay. it goes through so it goes through,
0: yeah. through your arm. Uh that's two, three, three points of physical damage. Not a lot, but you are grabbed. By this okay. thing. Got it. And the other one... One, the, one of the other ones that has not been damaged... Is going to attack someone else. We'll do a... D8 on this one. Could have done a D4, but... And it's coming from Sir Drusus Jolden, Recognizing perhaps the knight for what he is... He is going to uh, strike out... But this one, as he comes closer with his with his minions, his mouth just gapes open, and you hear this horrible, hideous croaking noise as it washes over you. Okay, four successes. I uh, only needed one. Do you have any courage? No no courage okay we'll just add the uh three extra on damage uh so you take four seven points of resolve damage so you take seven points resolve damage and a trauma so make sure you mark the trauma box off there and uh you are potentially stunned. So I need to really quick look stunned up. I believe it's a resistance check, but
4: Can I ignore it if I give you a Doom?
0: Can you ignore it? It
5: says <laughs> like I
4: can ignore it if wait, the target may ignore this effect at the cost of one Doom for each effect dice?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you oh, actually okay. can. Nice. So, yeah, for just one point of doom, yes, you can. Yeah, have that one. Please. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, so you feel this wash <laughs> over you. It's tra- It's a very traumatic experience. It's terrifying. I mean, you're in the dark. This thing is just basically its entire mouth opened up large enough to swallow you whole. Um, and it, it shakes you a bit. How are you looking on resolve right now?
4: It drops me down to two, so I okay. wince
0: I'll remember that name. <laughs> and the third one, the one that was injured, um, takes its coral knife out, speaks in some God awful croaking language and plunges the knife into its own heart in sacrifice. And at that moment, you feel something strike the bottom of the boat enough to lift it out of the water and crack the keel as tentacles begin to move over it, a stunted Leviathan has entered the combat. It's the top of round two. Oh fuck. What do you do? Uh, what exactly is a bad? stunted Leviathan? It's it's, <laughs> it's a it's a creature of such immense size that it can't truly be imagined. It can't be killed. It can only be driven off. And in fact, it doesn't so much attack you as you have to avoid just dying.
1: So I feel but at like the moment,
0: it's attacking the ship.
1: We so. should go while it's distracted with the ship is my thoughts.
2: Good a thought as any. What does that if
6: sound like?
1: Jump. Like, what is it like? How does
6: Aurelia, like, you know, make that known to the rest of us?
1: Aurelia makes that known to the rest of you because all you hear is her just swearing as she starts to run to, like, the whatever part of the ship is closest to where the guy, Maokai, was pointing out Uh where the thing is. And she does this very beautiful, graceful swan dive as she's holding her glowing larva thing. uh, (laughs) And she's going to go.
0: Okay. Give me an athletics test.
1: I would love to. Could it, does it need to be athletics or acrobatics?
2: It needs to be athletics.
1: Fuck, okay.
2: <laughs> swim check, Ashley. It's a swim check.
1: Okay, I'm going to spend a fortune because I don't want to get caught in a tentacle right now.
0: That's smart. That's...
1: Um, And I have so many things up, I can't see. Do we have momentum? No, we do not. You've cannot. got zero
0: momentum, but you can always give me doom.
1: I'm going to give you doom because I'm scared.
0: That's, that's reasonable.
1: Two
0: successes, one momentum. Oh, I got a complication. Okay, okay. Two successes. So you you do. It's beautiful. I mean, it's a thing of beauty. You run. You dive. You're doing a perfect pike. You're going right down the chimney. And right as you hit the water, your glowing globe pops out of your hands and bobs to the surface as you're diving into complete blackness. But you're pretty sure you're in the chimney as you're swimming downward. Anybody else want to? Anybody else uh, want to do anything before I get froggy and decide to seize the initiative?
2: Uh, Roya said, "If you jump, I will follow." And Aurelia jumped, so Roya will. Um, the The one died that had her her staff, right? Hmm. Okay, so she's gonna grab her staff back. And so it's gonna be like kind of one of those like where she's holding onto it so that when she jumps in that it's in front of her as she's like kick paddling kind of behind it. Okay. okay. So she goes into the water after Aurelia. Let's see that athletics test.
1: Go into what's the quote, Jeff? You go into the water.
6: (laughs) Sure, like.
3: Shark
1: cage in cool.
3: the water, shark <laughs> in the enough. water. <laughs> Farewell in the do to your fair Spanish ladies. Farewell I love that movie,
0: doom, you ladies of Spain. Saw that in the theater. I was nine.
6: My parents were that. not, were not, were not. I was not a good call on their part. <laughs> that was that was my second movie, uh, in a drive through. Uh, I was four. And my mother was not happy with my father for taking me.
5: <laughs> not even a uh, little bit. Times. <laughs> well, the lack of courage is astounding. And I will move towards the edge of the boat and throw myself over, well, casting form of a beast.
0: Yeah, we we got to wait for Roya's athletics roll first. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought she rolled.
5: Uh, did, sorry. did not pop I, uh,
2: Got distracted by the uh, okay. Jaws discussion. Sorry, uh, I was trying to fill the dead air.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I uh, then contributed to more by... I'm going to fortune this up. Mm-hmm. And you got us a momentum, right, Aurelia? Yes. One. Yes, she did. Right. I'm going to see if I can... Why won't it let me spend it?
0: No, I, I just added it in. You should be able to spend it now.
2: There we go. Okay. I'm, like, I'm clicking the button. Why isn't it working? Come on. Roll well. Four successes. Ooh, three months. Nice. nice. So, yeah. Uh,
0: Roya, it's a, a thing of absolute beauty. You're like right on Aurelia's heels. Right as she takes off, you're right behind her. You're up. You're both up. You're both coming down. You see Aurelia's globe bob to the surface. and But you're right behind her. And... Roya, because she did so well in the role, her light is actually allowing you to see a little bit, Aurelia, so you're oh, not awesome. completely in the dark. Bringing us to Sobek and his spellcasting.
5: Right, and I will, of course, be turning into a crocodile again.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
5: Looking for the ability to swim. I'm going to change it to difficulty two because it requires a momentum spin, anyways. Uh, And I will take some of that momentum that we just gained. You're welcome. Nice. Four successes, and I will bank that momentum and just uh, take the ability to swim.
0: Okay. So uh, you see Silbeck's robes shift, his body contorts, you hear the popping of his bones. But you're all used to this. He's been doing this every day for 40 sleeps. And he slides over the side and into this great chimney or tower uh, right behind Roya we'll finish this when I come back and, and I'm going to oh, well. and I'm going to spend a point of doom and see if the, seize the initiative with my last two
6: guys I just want to point out as you do that uh, three uh-huh. of you just ditched Zemir who got grappled and grabbed so all of you are jumping off the boat leaving ah. Zemir <laughs> and it's true so, oh. as far as Zamir's is concerned, Jesus is his only friend now. <laughs> and for the next five uh. seconds, the rest of his <laughs> life, that's what's going through his
0: mind. And uh, be- because you are grappled, the claws just dig into your guts. And you take... Man, that's a lot of... That's uh, eight... Eight points of damage to your legs. It just right legs. It just tears in, and it's piercing four. Mm-hmm. So
6: I'm pretty sure. So, so you take a uh, wound. Oh, I'm out. Don't worry. I take two. I'm out. Well, if you're down to zero
0: vigor, you're not unconscious. You're just all in wound territory at this point. So you are. You've taken two wounds. You've got zero mm-hmm. vigor. Um, so you're hurting. You're hurting. Drus, you see this. You see Zamir's right leg get ravaged by these claws. He's held by this great uh, dweller in the deep. What do you do? He's bare you see Zamir barely hanging on to consciousness as the blood is flowing freely from his leg. I'm sure that won't attract any attention in the water either.
4: I'm gonna slash at the creature to set him free.
0: And if if You spend a fortune point. I will let you attack the Dweller uh, in deep directly instead of having to go through his minions.
4: I will gladly do so.
0: All right. You also have five points of momentum. Just letting you know.
4: Awesome. I'll go ahead and spend two then. Got nice. five successes for momentum.
0: Okay, so you've got four points of momentum uh, to do with as you please. Uh, you've landed a solid strike with your Harpe.
4: If he's grappling, dis- disarm is very...
0: Uh, I mean, you can disarm him, yes. You can spend three points of, well, it's just two, because he's only using his one handed weapon. So you can disarm him for two, and I will say basically that will freeze Amir. So you can do your damage. Spend two points of the momentum to to basically free Zamir from the grapple.
4: I'll go ahead and do that. Damage coming out will be five mm-hmm. after every roll. One for no mercy.
0: Yep. Looks at seven. Seven, nice. Um, okay, so uh, some of it is uh, some of his scaly hide stops some of it, but uh, most of it gets through. Uh, and you cut a deep deep gash into this thing and it falls back uh releasing Zamir Zamir you're up. The others have gone over the side. Uh, uh, remember you can spend yeah. you, you can spend momentum to res- to recover vigor.
6: Uh yeah yeah yeah. Um how many more of the great dwellers are up here? Just two one of them just got one that the one
0: that drusus just injured greatly and one that has not been hit okay yeah um but the tentacles of the uh of the stunted leviathan are are probing ever closer as
6: well
2: jump after us
6: uh i'm sorry i can't hear you you're in the water (laughs) (laughs) all of you ditched me
2: Bubbly, bubbly.
6: Except bubbly. for Step after us. Drusus is up here. Zamir's not going to leave Drusus. So, uh... So, yeah. So, yeah. Zamir's Zemir, uh, He's going to just go down, I think. I think he's going to go ahead and try to take one of these guys out. Okay. One of these great dwellers. Um... Yeah, did they yeah. exploit again? Uh, I think I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to have to. So... Yeah. So, I'll... I'll how much momentum do we have? Five. You got five. I am going to momentum second wind to get five momentum back. I'm just gonna. I think I can. I think I can burn it all. Right. It's repeatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. I'm just gonna burn. I'm just gonna burn it all to get five vigor back. Um, you can also spend a fortune
5: to ignore your wounds.
6: Yep. Uh, yeah, I know. That's a lot of fortune I'm spending. I will... Hmm. Because what's, what's the wound penalty? It's like a... Uh,
0: it's a it would be difficulty, difficulty for 3 one. for you.
6: Difficulty 3. You'd
0: have difficulty 3 for any physical actions now. Okay. Yeah, If you if you click over on the wounds on your character sheet, it'll automatically do it for you.
6: Okay. Um... Sure. Uh, I'll spend a fortune point to ignore it. Yep. Uh, I'll spend another... F- I'll, I'll spend my action to do the exploit. Uh, so I'll roll my observation, then without... Um, not sure. I'm not sure how to turn that off, so I'm just going to take my wounds away momentarily. I'll put them back in. Yep. Yep. Oops. Because uh, I had to. Uh, okay, so then... Uh, Difficulty one observation. Is that correct? Correct. I will give you a doom to take an extra die. Let me roll it. Uh, That'll be two successes. So I'll bank that second one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I will spend my final fortune to uh, take a second main action and attack Mm -hmm. one of them up here. Uh with my dagger. Uh so let me do that. I am going to burn that momentum I just got to get a extra die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna roll that. That's three successes. Nice. Um so two points of momentum. Yeah. Uh and then I am going to do have any audience
2: dice? Uh, yes, we have yeah. plenty.
6: All right. I am going to leave that momentum because honestly, the bonus damage is really not that useful for Zemir. It's really more about yep. doing wounds uh, than it is anything else. So I'm going to leave the momentum because I might need it in a sec. Uh, so I'm just going to take the bonus die from audience and roll my damage dice that way. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and Burn the two momentum that I got to trigger my other assassin ability to make all of those effects. Mm-hmm. So it's seven damage, intense, vicious. So fourteen damage. I 14, think, right? 14 yep, damage, yep. intense. So and,
0: it takes. Yeah. So describe how you kill this one.
6: So I think he'll look down at the water into where his so-called friends just left him.
3: He'll look down at his leg and he'll look over at Drusus. Thank you, my friend. It might be time for you to go, but let me...
6: And it like, like in the middle of his sentence, like he's not even tr- paying attention. He just reaches out
3: and with a dagger just stabs one of them right in their face and pulls it free. I don't think I'm going to get far with this leg. Off you go. Don't worry. Mother Wisp will protect me. And he's just kind of breathing there.
0: With that and the dweller in the deep falling, its its lessers pull its corpse over the side. The one that's left staring at, at Zamir and Sir Jolden backs up to the edge of this crumbling boat and slips back into the water. If you guys want, as this boat is literally breaking up and being pulled down into the mall of this stunted Leviathan, you can give me an athletics test to try to
6: get into the chimney. And myself so... On board. Uh, d- okay, do you want my... Should I put my wounds back before this, then? Before uh, fortune lasts the whole sorry.
0: scene. Or, or, it lasts the whole scene, yep. You're, okay. you're good until you're down in the okay. chimney.
6: Alright, athletics. Alright. Uh,
3: Two success, one mental.
0: So you got okay. a momentum there if you want to use it. Now nah, let's rip it. And Once you got it. it. Okay. So the two of you go down into the chimney. Um you 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 vaguely see the light the light in front of you and 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 sobeck's tail swishing as you're all diving deeper into this into this chimney. So I need everyone to give me a um a d1 resistance check. Difficulty 1 resistance check as you swim down.
6: Oh, I failed. Pass for Zemir.
2: Pass for Raya.
4: Oh, I can re-roll dice that weren't success as a hardy
0: of my talent. Okay. Holy crap. I passed.
2: <laughs> you, you you killed us. A one and a two.
5: I just passed. You got some momentum there, man. Got the one success.
2: Yep. I just
0: put it on. Okay. So, uh, you all succeed. Um, so although you're feeling the pressure of the water, uh, none of you were starting to feel the fatigued effects of, of, um, of, of, approaching drowning as you swim down through this chimney. And, it, you're looking at what looks like a mirror at the bottom and you push through it and you push into air and you fall not far, about 12 feet uh, into a mossy uh, a bed. And you're in some sort of chamber within the city of Sarkomond, and you're you're breathing air. It's a little stale. It's musty. Um, there's, like I said, lichen and, and things and and some sea vegetation that has grown in here that may have traveled down through the chimney. Um, But you are in a room by yourselves. Uh, Nothing appears to be pursuing you down through the chimney. You have a moment to catch your breath. What would you like to do or say to one another?
1: Uh, If Aurelia landed first, she'll kind of like roll out uh, further into the room a little bit and she's there kind of on a knee with her bow out ready to attack anything that may be there, as she's waiting for the rest to arrive behind her.
0: Uh, one Raya. by one, you come through.
2: Go ahead. Sorry, lost the meat button. Um, once everyone is down there, um, Raya is going to want to try to do a uh, mind wounds on Zamir's leg. Okay.
0: He comes through and it's it's ragged. I mean, it tore deep into the muscle. It missed the ligaments, but I mean, it's, it's a pretty bad wound. And at this point, your wounds go back into effect as we're in a new scene now within the city of Sargomond.
2: All right, so that's going to be... Okay, we have some momentum to spend, so that's useful. So then it's going to be... A healing, and I'm going to spend a couple momentum. No, I'm going to spend one momentum, and I get two d20s because of um, my talents. That is six successes and five banked momentum.
0: Nice. So you've alleviated all, at least temporarily, all of Zamir's harm And everyone at this point, any vigor damage you took, or any resolve damage you took, is healed because we've broke from combat now. So that all automatically regenerates at the end of uh, after combat's over. The only things that persist are your wounds and trauma. So Zamir's wounds have been healed, but they're still there. Drusus's trauma has not been dealt with.
2: And so after Raya is done of binding up Samir's leg um, for which Samir she...
3: will say thank you for your assistance I... and he'll stare <laughs> darkly
6: at everybody with the exception of Drusus Sobek is still a crocodile in the
3: background
5: <laughs> yeah, I just Samir I stares darkly
3: at this crocodile I know that is you Sobek <laughs> I know
2: Okay, so I've got. Sorry, I haven't done a council test in a while. So I can reroll any that did not generate a success in the original council test. And then from comforting lies, if I successfully treat one or more, I can add three points to doom and then they are healed instead of treated. So council. And we still have momentum. So I will take a momentum two successes. All right. And I will give you the doom so that that is healed, healed.
0: Excellent. All right. And and this is
2: all under comforting lies. And so... Mm -hmm. This is sort of just done in, you know, we've, we've made it, we found exactly what we're looking for. Every, everything is going to be fine after this. And it was 40 sleeps, but before the 41st, we found exactly what we needed. We are going to be able to get this done today. And, you know, toxic positivity abounds.
0: The first thing you notice, well, not necessarily the first thing, but one of the things you quickly notice about this cavern is that this lichen that's in here um, actually gives off a sort of phosphorescence. So there's actually some ambient light. And then as you see a corridor leading out of this room, you actually see embedded within the walls are some sort of sorcerous light sources, so for the first time in 40 days you're in a fairly well lit chamber. Now the way we're gonna do this we're not gonna it's not gonna be your standard dungeon crawl what I, what I what I've got is 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 basically we've just, I've devised five skills tests for you each one of you gets to do one test. the first test is a difficulty one and the last test is a difficulty five. The skills you can choose to use from, and they can only be used once, are stealth, insight, observation, athletics, and lore. If you if when you're it's your turn to make a skill test, if you successfully do it against the difficulty set at for that, then you will narrate what it looks like for you using the skill, the how you get everyone through this part of, of this under underwater city. If you fail, other things might happen. So, uh, who wants to be up first for the difficulty one skill test using either stealth, insight, observation, athletics, or lore? I would like to be
5: first because I'm bad at all of those. So (laughs) the idea of me getting more than one success would be difficult. Um, what are you guys bad at? And I'll just go for that one. I'll I'll take everything
2: but lore. I'm relatively decent with lore.
5: Alright, so is anyone good at insight or observation?
3: Samir no. would be either stealth or observation. One of those two is what he's... Okay, problem. I'll go
5: insight. And I'll take a momentum just to be safe. Yep, that's a failure.
0: Oh. And a complication. Oh my gosh. That's, that's exciting.
5: Okay,
2: Uh, you and your crocodile brain tried to figure this out.
0: Yeah, I I stayed in crocodile form and just went right into the next room. So I'm going to go ahead and roll on this encounter table. So, first, describe to us what it looks like as you're trying to use uh, this skill to to navigate and and get everyone through this, and and explain how badly it goes wrong.
5: Uh. I think I didn't want to drop my shape-shifting in case we found more aquatic areas. So I went slowly as a crocodile, looking at things from ground level rather than a uh, normal point of view. Uh, hoping that like I'd be able to see better uh, with my crocodile vision. Turning out, not. So I imagine that I just blundered right into something.
0: Okay, okay. Now let's see what happens here. Uh, yeah, so you're you're moving through uh, as a crocodile. Um, and what's going to happen is, for the complication, uh, I'm going to say these guys get to drop on you. And you feel a coldness surrounding uh, surrounding all of you. Uh, and you felt something like this, similar to this before in the Swamp of the Dead. And out of the corner of your eye, it's almost like you could see horrible figures... You know, their skin sloughing off uh from from having been uh thrown into the water and the, the flesh just dripping off them, and it looks like ghostly eels moving in and out of their rib cages. They almost seem to be flowing underwater as they move into strike. At uh at, well, they're gonna strike at the crocodile because he was the first one in. The the shiugu, or drowned ghosts, come down uh, and, and try to, in their incorporeal form, try to grab hold of this crocodile and hold it in place so it can truly understand the gift of
6: drowning. It's actually quite kind of them, if you think about it. Giving you a gift yes, like that? I thought so. I thought so, too. <laughs> like, welcome to our home. Here's a gift. Normally, it's the other way around. You bring the gift when you visit. They got That's a complication. A well,
2: it it is it's a ghostly of- embrace. Welcome to so, our home. Hugs yeah, so
0: free. Big hug. Big ghostly hug. But I gave you a point of momentum for the complication. Uh, I did succeed. Um, so let's... Uh, three momentum. We're gonna, just going to add, add that in as damage at the end. So not too bad. Um, but it did get an effect. So that's two, three, four, seven points of damage. What kind of armor do you have right now? Uh, none. Okay. So you take you take a wound. Take seven points of vigor, and you take a wound. Uh, wound because it's over five. Yes. And and what what kind,
5: what's your courage look like? Uh, I have five courage. I, I was yeah. hoping you'd ask that because I've been looking to okay. use that at some point.
0: So you feel this kind of terror start to to clutch at you, but you've seen things, you've done things that are so much more horrible than this that it just it just kind of washes off of you. Uh, but now that this these things these drowned ghosts to grapple the crocodile, you can all sort of see them. They were translucent before, but now you can you can get an idea of where they're at in relationship to, uh, to the crocodile, um, as their incorporeal bodies seem to flow in and out of it, trying to pull it into the death thrashing around. Okay, I would like to
5: say this is the first time you've hit me and not taken out all of my vigor in one blow. I have Mm -hmm. one vigor left. That's great. (laughs) You're not never
6: happened. This is when Aaron's like, oh, actually wait, I counted that wrong. Hold on.
0: Let me uh
6: <laughs> let me re-roll one of those dice.
0: Um but okay, you guys are up. Uh they have they have attacked. What do you do?
2: Uh Roy is gonna take this uh staff that's been so useful today, and she's just mm-hmm. gonna spin it, spin it, spin it, and try to bop these uh ghosts right upside the uh black of head. I like it. <laughs> uh so melee Do we have momentum we have three momentum All right. that is three successes
0: nice so you've got two points of momentum
2: uh sorry i didn't actually roll damage earlier so no, i actually have to roll damage Um, and we can spend stuff for this right
0: yep you've got 5 points of momentum so there's a uh, there's several you can spend 3 points of momentum for three extra points of damage um i mean you've already sh- you've already done so you have, can't do cater your called shot but you can uh do penetration <laughs> to ignore can the Can I send soak. audience
2: for something with this uh
0: you could just you could spend one point of di- one point of uh momentum and reroll all the dice that did not hit Or you could, I mean, you could spend an audience dice if you want and roll additional die. It's, that's fine.
5: Um,
2: Four physical damage.
0: Okay. So, um, you strike through, but because of their incorporeal nature, You don't, you feel slight purchase on it. Like you, you think you did something and and some of it seems to wisp away, but the rest of the blow goes through and smacks Sobek on the forehead. Not enough to do damage, but definitely enough to, you know, make everybody else chuckle a little bit. But they are still swarming on the crocodile. What was anybody else like to do?
2: Leave the crocodile be, apparently. Crocodile uh, <laughs> to the ghosts.
6: Will step in then, and, and he will uh, seeing the seeing the effect of Vorez' attack. Uh, he will, uh, on a whim, um, he's going to pull out the black feather fan actually, mm-hmm. and he's going to limp forward to help Roya at the very least, since Roya did bandage him up a bit, uh, and will with this open fan kind of swing away uh not in the same manner that he would a dagger uh but uh, but nonetheless uh trying to attack with it as best he can um I you do know have I'm five trying. momentum yeah i'm i'm probably gonna yeah i think i'm gonna take a way well, yeah, i'm gonna take one momentum for the attack is it one difficulty Aaron? yes okay uh, difficulty. i'm gonna take i'm gonna take one for the for the attack uh two Such so be three success nice. oh, excuse me four successes so um, three extra
0: point of momentum
6: and i will go ahead and use what i just generated so that's three right so i'll use mm-hmm. that on the damage mm-hmm. uh obviously i didn't do the exploit action this time but this one does actually have vicious built in just not intense mm-hmm. uh so i'm gonna do three the three bonus momentum for the damage and let me give that a roll
2: Joke from chat while that's rolling. Block fawn for your uh, black fan.
6: Yeah. (laughs) So eight. Um, I'll go ahead and I have the extra momentum, so I'll burn two momentum to change everything to an effect. Uh, It's just so useful. It's uh, so that's ten damage, piercing two, stun, etc.
0: Describe how you destroy these drowned ghosts with this black feathered fan.
6: I think Zamir is having a bad day. He's having a bad few days and he sees this crocodile get attacked. He is still wounded from his leg and he gets up thinking, I have to do this myself. I have to do this myself. Fine. I will do this myself. And he pulls the the fan out and he starts like whipping it around and this Almost like he's kind of uh, like like just sweeping it through the air, kind of cutting him through the air and uh, in a way that he doesn't with the dagger. The dagger is just like this quick hit or like a quick throw. Like this is just like this swooping, swaying, almost like this uh, the wind itself kind of moving about as he's kind of coursing it through them.
0: And as you shred through these ghosts, you see them split apart and almost as if they're trying to escape the orbit of this fan tendrils of their ghostly energy of the ectoplasm is pulled back into the fan and you see the feathers almost rustle as if a flapping on a bird's wing and since you did two wounds of damage to them the two wounds that you have that aren't fully healed are now fully healed you've unlocked a property what? Of the black feathered fan wow that I really attacked with this much oh my goodness okay oh so it doesn't it doesn't heal you, but if you have wounds and you do wounds, it will okay. permanently remove those wounds. Okay. So if you've got treated wounds and yeah, you I do wounds it. with the fan, then then they become they're they're gone. So okay, perfect. You're fully healed. And you feel that energy. I mean, when the fan yeah. rakes through them, you feel it pulling into your body, and you feel those wounds that that had been healed by Roya. Mm-hmm like at a deep level sealing up as if this ghosts, the spiritual energy of these ghosts are fortifying your body.
6: Yeah. He kind of like stumbles for a second thinking cause he's been a little bit off balance because of the leg, but then he realizes that his leg is a little sturdier than he was expecting. When he looks down, he sees the shredded leg, the sleeve of his, of his pant leg that he got attacked with. But it looks like somehow whatever energies course through it, like, this, like the skin has kind of started to, to stitch up even more, and the red, redness of the uh, of the attack has kind of started to fade a bit. And he just kind of thinks to himself, that was a very good trade I made.
0: A very and good you hear, you hear the calls of crows in the back of your mind, uh, almost as if uh, the eyes of the Morrigan are upon you.
6: He'll steal a look at Aurelia
3: at that point. Your patron. When you speak with her again, give her my thanks.
1: And she nods, because at this point, Aurelia is still kind of like really rather squirrely, because we've got an entire fucking ocean above us right now, and somehow we're okay. And so you guys just kind of watch as she is like constantly on alert. She's like, every time it sounds like uh, like a pebble or something like dislodges from the ceiling and hits the ground, she's like, flipping towards it with her bow um but i'll do the second roll moving forward unless okay. somebody else would like to
0: and and of what is left stealth observation of athletics and lore what would you like to take
1: um i would like to do observation if you guys are cool with that you're taking yep. lead
0: aurelia really?
4: thank god i thought we we're all in silent agreement to follow crocodiles i'm sure what that was about <laughs> <laughs> so this is a this is a difficult this
0: is a difficulty 2 skill check. Okay. And after that fight I would drop my crocodile form. It's not no. helping me much.
3: And you do no. have 2
0: points of momentum.
3: You know, Terus Stygia, yeah. the crocodile is known as the animal of wisdom.
1: I will spend at least one momentum to try and get more momentum. That's absolutely
3: not true. I was just curious to see. If <laughs> I, you know I
4: would have believed yeah. you
6: cuz you're my friend. I didn't know you would lie to me. That's why I
3: could not. I, I could not make you feel the fool any longer.
6: Yeah. So
0: describe to everyone how you're using observation to try to uh, find the path through here, and how you fail to succeed.
1: So it's kind of exactly like what I just like described. Aurelia is past exhaustion because she has sentry, so she only needs four hours of sleep. So she hasn't been sleeping well because. She's been terrified of her Arroyo being taken by these creatures and impregnated. Um, and so she's kind of past the point of... She really shouldn't have been trying to lead the group. And you guys just watch as she rushes forward and then she stops. And she shoots an arrow into a corner at something that's not there. And then she has to go and pick up her arrow so she doesn't waste it. Um, and it's just long and, and winding
0: so you shoot that arrow in the corner uh and you go to pick it out and as you pull it out uh the mortar that was sealing up that area uh is is old and crumbles and there is enough pressure on the outside of that uh on the outside of this section of this building that water floods in and you guys are quickly you quickly find yourselves underwater and you don't know for how long you're going to have to hold your breath. So, Aurelia, roll a d6 for me.
1: Oh my god. I don't want this.
2: Roll low. Please roll low. Please roll low. Or so this the
0: whole passage is, is flooded. Uh but you see the way forward. You you know the direction you have to go, but you're swimming now. So Round one, difficulty one, resistance checks.
1: Oh, fuck. My brawn is not good. This is Rip Aurelia. Uh...
0: And unfortunately, Sobek is no longer a crocodile, so you have to make the test too.
2: Gosh darn it.
0: Okay, let's uh let's go a little slow so people can use momentum if they want to. Uh Roya got three successes. Yeah, you're fine. So Roya, uh Roya's fine. Everybody's fine so far. Sobek is also fine. I can't look. And Aurelia oh God, is fine Ashley. for round one. Oh no. So you guys are swimming along. You you were able to get a lung full of air, but you're starting to feel the pressure. You're starting to feel that burn. And you don't see air anywhere. You're still just swimming through these flooded corridors. I now need a difficulty two resistance check from everyone. You have five points of momentum at the moment. One at a time. Aurelia first. You have momentum if you want to use it. So you take two points of fatigue. So that's that little circle up above the vigor. Reducing your maximum vigor. But you're still swimming. You're not you're not down yet. Now, if you get to the point where you're at zero vigor due to this, let me know. Uh Drusus, you're up. I'll take momentum. Okay, you've got four at the moment.
4: Three successes, two momentum. Three successes.
0: Best. Uh, one momentum back, because it's difficulty two. So you're at four momentum, so back. You see Drusus is, is going along fine, but you see Aurelius start to falter.
5: Would I have been able to uh, cast my spell to turn back into a crocodile after uh, swimming for a bit?
0: Double the difficulty on it, and I'll I'll let you try to do it while you're underwater. All right.
5: But
0: difficulty four... Plus one for my wound, then right? So it'd be difficulty That's, five. That is correct. Or momentum. Yeah,
6: I'm give me doom. Some momentum. Yeah, you might have fortune. So fortune. You know, I yeah, I know where everyone is. I'll on that. spend
5: one fortune and two momentum.
0: Eight there successes. We go. You're fine. Oh yeah, you gosh. turn back into a crocodile. You get the uh, three momentum back. Uh, so you guys see Sobek. Contorts and then just is back into this crocodile swimming along easily, effortlessly. Roya, you've got six momentum. You're all full. Difficulty two swim check.
2: All right. And swim is athletic resistance. Right? Uh, I'm sorry. It's a sorry, resistance. resistance. Okay. You're, to hold your um, breath,
0: basically.
2: All right. So, and this is difficulty two? Difficulty two. Okay. So I will spend. Two momentum. No way. So you one success as a fail, and I didn't get any momentum back.
0: You take two points of fatigue to your vigor as you're beginning to feel your lungs burn. Uh, You're starting to falter a little bit. You know you've never had to swim this long before. You're weighted down by your staff. Uh, and both you and Aurelia start to fall back a little bit.
3: Uh, Zamir, you have got four points in momentum. Okay. Zamir is thrashing around, frustrated that he is beneath the water, but he will take two momentum and two. Give it a go. Boy, this game loves me with my natural twenties.
2: <laughs> <20s. laughs> wow. So many twenties because
3: they fail. Wow. Um, but no. So with the with the complication, you
0: end up taking three points of fatigue instead of two. Uh, but because I made everybody suffer through that break, we're only going to go through two rounds of almost drowning. And at the beginning of the third round, you actually push through another one of these mirrored surfaces and you're back out into uh, breathable air. In a very wide, long corridor. It seems to be leading deeper into the city. Uh, Who would like to try their hand at athletics,
2: lore, or stealth? Uh, I'll try lore, if that makes sense. Because that's the only one of those things I'm even remotely good at. So, I am putting on my thinking cap that is somehow going to tell me... Which direction we should go.
1: She's like, ah, uh-huh. I see moss is growing on this side. I read <laughs> in a book once. <laughs> exactly. So it's so like, probably
0: like you're looking at, you're, you're, you're seeing architecture that reminds you of other architecture. And you're like, okay, well, I think I probably have an idea of how this is going to get us deeper into this. Uh, we're
1: in the pavilion and we want to get. You
0: know, so it's difficulty three.
2: And we've got three momentum. And
0: you have three momentum and you can always give me doom.
2: I am going to spend my final fortune because this is an important role. So, fortune into momentum, see if we can keep banking momentum. Five successes.
0: Nice. So, describe how you successfully use the lore to navigate deeper towards where you think you'll find the well that you're looking for.
2: So this is definitely about Roya is relatively well traveled. So she kind of has an idea of like every place has its own style. But to some extent there is a function to layout and you put this before this and you put this far away from this. And so that's what she's using, kind of all of that kind of like well-traveled information to, you know, kind of logic her way through what we've seen so far and what we likely should be seeing next.
0: And you wind your way deeper into the city and this uh, along this very long corridor with these great pillars. Um, You do start to notice though, that, the architecture bears some resemblance to uh some that you've seen you know in corinthia perhaps and elsewhere but it's not quite right the angles aren't quite right corners seem to disappear into themselves um every time you look too hard at an area that doesn't quite fit you start to feel a little sick in your stomach and your eyes pull away this is this this there's something very wrong with this city, uh, and it's beginning. You're beginning to feel the effects. But there are two people left. There's athletics and stealth on the table.
3: I'll take who, athletics here.
0: Who would yes. like to go? Difficulty four. Athletics, it, my friend.
3: Go for it, my friend. You can do this. Difficulty four. Holy, I'll get Take a fortune as much standing. as the momentum as you would like.
4: Yeah, I'll do fortune and one momentum.
3: All right.
2: complication
0: complication and failed failed, so yeah
2: um
0: explain how you're using athletics and and how it trips you up
4: yeah athletics wise it's just whatever obstacle whatever path is in the way just brute forcing past it so over walls just climbing them not really thinking just using brute
0: strength
1: and kool-aid man through a wall (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is trying to keep up with you, but they're having a hard time because not everyone is, is quite as athletic as you are. And as you you as you jump over one of these low walls, you land down in a cell. Uh, I mean, not like a lot like a close cell, like a monk's cell, like a sleeping cell. And in there, seated on what looks like it must have been a stone cot at some point, is an ancient warrior in armor. Um, and why did you land in front of it? Uh, because you got a complication. Uh, it is going to strike out at you. As this legendary fallen, this ghost of a warrior who's been trapped here for untold centuries, uh, takes a front at you uh, using his bedroom as a as a playground, and his ghostly blade is going to strike out at you. And I'm going to use. Uh, I'm going to use. I'm going to use a point of doom here. May I defend or parry this? You cannot, because it was an unexpected attack. Okay. But he got a complication, so I'm going to say you can. His complication, he moved slow enough and in this cramped quarters that you're able to give me a point of doom and attempt to resist this attack. Or react to the attack, that is. Yeah, I'll try to dodge it. Okay. So we got five successes. You need to uh, you need to exceed that number.
4: That'll be a tough task, but I will try with.
0: Well, the difference the and the will difference leave? would reduce. So yeah, by by all means, use it. I got two, oh, two successes. No. Okay, so that reduces his total net successes to. 3 so two points of momentum so this ghostly blade you move to parry it but he's he was clearly an excellent swordsman and as you dodge out of the way he his blade follows you and he actually slides his blade down the length of your blade to gain some leverage himself as he pushes your blade down and strikes at your at your chest with his and i will use my two momentum just for bonus damage um so you take uh seven points of physical damage nine points of damage do you have armor on your torso I'm assuming you do yeah I got three there okay so you take six points of damage so you take a wound and six points of vigor damage
4: I have a talent here for resistance just a scratch so it'll take uh seven points of damage instead of the original five since I have two rings in it
0: mm-hmm. okay so I's say uh, vicious
6: Aaron yeah, sure. yeah. Did that that counted it in. in. Okay. Yeah, that counted in.
0: So uh, it was a total of nine. Your armor took it down to six, and you're saying your talent takes it down to four?
4: It doesn't take the damage down. It just increases the threshold of wounds.
0: Okay, so your wound threshold is what now? It's seven. Seven? Okay, so you just take the six points of vigor damage.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: As this ghostly blade slices into you. At the moment, you're the only one here everyone else will have to take this turn to get into this space or get near this space. I will say that this is a fairly enclosed space and only two people can actually be in here with this legendary fallen at one time. But sir, Drusus Jolden, you're up. Take a quick scan around to see if the only way out is the, up the hall I fell in. No, there's a, there's an open doorway that leads out into the corridor. Um, so you can, it's like a, it's like a small bedroom, uh, and you can go straight out that way if you'd like. Yeah, uh, can... and you can easily see through him. He's obviously a, a spectral enemy of some sort. Yeah, after taking that hit, I'm going to withdraw from him if possible. Okay. So you pull back and uh, you make you make your way out into the corridor. The rest of you see. Uh, Drusus quickly backing out you guys made it you took a different path you didn't jump over the walls you continued down the down the hallway and you see following him out a ghostly apparition in ancient Atlantean armor wielding a great blade uh freezing cold coming off of it uh as it scowls and and considers continues to pace towards Drusus
1: you see you uh, have made I a hmm <laughs> <laughs> you, have are, line of sight.
0: you have line of sight. You have line of sight. You're in close, but not in arm's length. So if you want to do physically attack it, you'd have to move up. If you want to do a ranged attack, you're within close range.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. I want to do a ranged attack. Um, and then since I don't need to move, I want to use my talent where I can load and do um the quick release so bonus Mm d20 plus one cd damage for each load spent so it'd be two loads nice may your
2: arrow fly true
1: So, four successes, three momentum. You
6: can really use one of them, like, ogre one shots here, Aurelia. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh,
1: And then I will.
0: And since it was not even aware of you, it's not going to attempt to dodge at all. It is not even, it's solely focused on Drusus.
1: Yeah, and I believe it was two momentum, two or three momentum to disarm.
0: It is uh for this one, for this guy it would be 2 because it's a one-handed longsword.
1: Okay, yeah. So I'd like to use two of that momentum to disarm him. Okay. Um and then uh, I would like to buy two bonus dice roll for damage. Okay. Um and then I would like to reroll
0: Using a point of momentum for that?
1: Yes, please. Uh, I'm using my trade. Okay, okay. So, uh, 11 damage?
0: Wow, wow. And piercing... So, it's piercing 3. So, it bypasses most of his armor. Takes 9 points of damage. Um, So, that is a wound. Not quite two. It is... So, your arrow...
1: So, I... You
0: learned before it, you may. Never mind. No, I don't. Okay, so your arrow uh, just flies through and basically flies through his ghostly hand that's holding the sword and basically rips his ghostly arm off, and his sword clatters to the ground. It it sounds like it's like an echo of what a sword would sound like if it hit the ground. Um, but it is he, he does appear to be disarmed. Would any of the rest of you... And at that point, his head turns. I mean, kind of turns all much too far that it should. Mm -hmm. And stares down the corridor at you all.
2: Uh, Raya will try to kind of use her trusty staff. That's done her reasonably well today.
0: Okay, so you're going to move up to uh, arm's length and attack?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes, that is a thing that I am doing. Excellent. Possibly not, but it is a thing that needs doing. Um, where? There we go. Uh, okay. So we've got some. Mm, we don't really have much momentum. E goodness. Okay. Well. I'll take the one and hope that good things happen when I do this. Hey, three successes, two momentum.
3: Nice, nice.
2: So I will, what am I going to do with that momentum? Um, I want to bank one and then I'll spend the other four. Let's see. uh definitely don't have a secondary target um i will then withdraw with the other one okay uh so let me hit my damage here six physical damage
0: okay uh, so you your your staff comes down. Um, you don't feel it give much of a bite uh, as it passes through its incorp- incorporeal body, but it does catch at the last second, um, and uh, it lets out sort of a ghostly groan as you seem to have done some damage to it and as I you pull back. back. <laughs> yes. Uh, that intense okay. cold almost seems to follow you, almost as if he's trying to pull your body heat away from you, but you're you 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 manage to step back. Okay.
2: Who's up next?
5: Uh Sobek as a crocodile will <laughs> stumble over his short stubby legs, uh, and allows Zemir to go first. <laughs>
6: God dang <laughs> Uh is is he in? Uh, in terms of range of Zamir, what range would we call? Close. 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 All right. I mean, I don't want to get up close to him. <laughs> I don't want to get up in there, but Zamir will. Oh goodness! All right. But spend
2: the momentum to back up like Roy did.
6: No, he'll just take it. and
2: no. That's That.
6: Uh, okay, he's gonna. He's so... Hmm. All right. Yeah, he's gonna get up in there, and he will uh, bring the fan out again. I think because I think it's if I if I'm not using the exploit combo, it's just better to use the fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's what he's gonna do. Um, so yeah, he'll swing away. His weapons, he's disarmed, right? So his guard and yes. stuff not an issue. Okay. That is correct. Yeah. Right. Uh. So I'll do. I'll do. we have two momentum, right? I'll yes. yeah. I'll go ahead and use those. Uh, Difficulty on the attack. Sorry, uh, the difficulty's one. One. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. That is five successes. Uh, wow. Nice. So that'll be. I'll. I'll probably end up just spending that on damage. I think. Uh. So yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and spend it all on damage. So. Uh. Yeah, I'm not sure if I did that right, but. I didn't do it right. It's so weird how that works. All right. And I really would like him to die. Uh, I'll take an audience die if that's okay. Just one. Just increase my damage here. And then Got I it. will swing away. With My damage is... And I will... Uh, I'll give you two Doom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just gave it, I just dropped it, it's 21 to change all that into effects, so that's 7, so it'd be 7 effects, so 7 damage, 14 damage for vicious, stun, piercing, Piercing
0: etc. 2. Okay, so you, uh, your fan comes through, and much like it did with the Drowned Ghosts, you tear through this this legendary specter this fallen warrior and you shred its essence to pieces and the fan just sucks it all in and within moments you're standing in this hall uh, alone the The essence of this specter has been dispersed and absorbed by the fan
3: I've
2: not seen you use that fan often it is quite useful hmm
3: It was a gift. Well, it was a trade. A far better trade than
6: I perhaps realized. And he's like kind of just staring at it curiously.
3: Often these things have a price though. So he's very suspicious and paranoid. I suspect at some point your patron, she will... She will reveal that price to me. Hopefully it will not be too expensive. Now...
1: If she What's, doesn't, I'll ask.
3: What say? We find our way out of this accursed place. You could have believed Zamir, but perhaps, perhaps, perhaps Jesus, you were just
2: bounding around too much. Yes, maybe a touch
3: quieter, and you would not attract such friends.
6: So, so uh, Zamir, I guess Zamir. It was a difficulty five. Is that what it is? Difficulty five stealth check. Thanks, guys. Uh, give him give, doom. Uh, Dude,
2: well, I'm, you gotta- I am going to give him, from that right.
6: Uh, I I use it on damage. Oh, that's right. Uh, so actually, I ended up doing something like uh, eighteen damage. I think because uh, I forgot the forgot the momentum damage. Um, I'm going to give you three doom uh, mm-hmm. to trigger my. Uh, one of my talents actually make your own luck uh, as he will kind of he's tired exhausted frustrated paranoid and he starts limping forward realizing he's actually doesn't need to limp anymore but he kind of shakes his head at, at why he was doing that and then he, he starts leading the way and he like, kind of mutters under his breath like madam now would be a good time to help us here uh, and so he's going to get the benefit of a fortune point uh, by nice. giving that doom over by using his making luck. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> difficulty five, huh? Okay. Um, yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you more doom. I'm gonna have to, right? If it's difficulty five. Um,
2: really, what's the difference between twenty two and twenty four doom? I'll
6: That's give you two. True i give you two more Doom. I'll fill it up. Right. Yeah, might as well. All right, here That's we go. Cool. I agree. Rip it. H- here come the natural 20s. Ready? <laughs> Everyone ready to see them? <laughs> you got this.
1: They're oh, my God. God.
2: <laughs> There's one,
6: but I can get seven successes, though. You got seven, seven successes. successes. That's so, uh, amazing. I'm so excited <laughs> in this game. I don't know what it is. I've rolled so that many
0: is. natural 20s in this game. That is crazy. Uh, I'm just going to take a point of Doom. Give me up to 29. Um, so what happens is you're stealthing along, you're, you're moving quietly, you find a seam. It looks like this wall keeps going fo- uh, forward and down this corridor, but you actually see it's an optical illusion, and you see there's another corridor that splits off from it, and you walk your way down that, and it opens up into a large chamber. And in there, you see a hammock swung between two posts, and you see a pack, and you see a small cooking fire, and you see a man, an oddly dressed man, in in fabrics you've never seen before. Some brown form of pants and some leather shoes so finely made you've, you've never recognized them. And some sort of vest with a with a shirt that fastens up with some sort of buttons up the front. And he's sitting there, he looks up and he goes, well... You're a sight for sore eyes, and he's speaking in a language you don't recognize, but somehow you understand. My friends, come, have a seat. Uh, I have fish, of course, but, well, if you're down here, you've probably been eating fish for quite a while, but it's, it's the best I can offer you at the moment. My name is Ricard, Ricard Pickman, and I've been waiting for somebody to come along. Who might be able to help me out of a slight pickle. And with that, you see around his neck is a silver key. And he's holding it in one hand. He's like, I've got a way to get us out of here. But we've got a bit of a problem that we're going to have to deal with first. And that's where we're going to leave it tonight. I want to thank everybody we for watching. I want to thank the players for surviving, uh, surviving the trials of uh, the sunken city of Sarkomond. At least getting to this point where they meet uh, Ricard Uh wow. And wherever we'll Zemir
5: sits down, Sobek's just going to like curl in like a half circle around him as a crocodile. <laughs>
3: Pikmin looks <laughs> really? down at the crocodile. He's like, uh, "Is this your familiar,
5: perhaps?" Uh...
3: This is Lord Sobek. Do not fear. He will not bite you. Sobek as in the a
0: crocodile god?
3: Yes, isn't that so interesting? Uh, yeah. Well, I, su- <laughs> I suppose indeed it is.
0: But uh, but yes, uh, clearly you all look like you could use some rest. We'll uh, sleep, eat, relax. I'll
3: fill you in on all the details in a little bit. and uh, And
0: if we're lucky, we'll get out of here.
3: Well, if luck is, uh, is is the need, then we will be fine.
0: Luck and potentially a lot of very, very serious killing. But luck is definitely going to factor in. Luck is the only thing that saved me when I came through in the first place. Uh, but that's a story for for later. I'll let you guys rest first. Now we rest. And now you You rest.
1: left and you came back?
0: No, no, I didn't. I left. I left the monastery of Ling through the well of dreams and ended up here in Sarkomond. And I was going to go back, but there are some problems with going back. I'll tell you about that a little bit later. Oh, okay.
2: okay. Thought we said we were resting. No, seriously. Don't everybody stop asking him questions. Okay. <laughs>
3: Jeez.
0: It's, it's so like rude. we're ending the session here and we're like, no,
5: no, <laughs> no we're, <laughs> going
3: another we're, going. Another we're going
0: long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. Man. I hope everybody had a good time. I hope everybody watching it had a good time. Sorry about the hiccup on my end with my computer telling me to go to hell. Uh, but fortunately it didn't last too long. So um quick plugs for Garblag for uh for next week while I'm here on the driver's seat still. Uh next Tuesday, Millie will be back with Coriolis. Wednesday, you can see me back at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time playing some Warhammer 40K. Uh, Death Watch is a Blood Angel space marine um, dealing with some, you know, crazy Xenos uh, threats as, as you do in the name of the Emperor. And then on Thursday at the same time, you can find Lewis uh, continuing uh, uh, Garblag's The One Ring campaign with the uh, Ballad of the Parties for at least a couple more weeks, I think. And then Pete will be returning for more travelers.
6: That's all I got. It's all you, Jeff. All right. Uh, so next up for us is tomorrow, Saturday. We got our usual one ring game. You Catch most of us in uh, most of us here in that game. Uh, we are nearing the end. We're getting very close to our uh, to the finale of that epic campaign. Uh, single digit episodes left. I would guess somewhere in the neighborhood of five to seven or so left. Uh, so there's not that many. Uh, then on Monday, something. Uh, we uh, we have set our schedule for our Monday games, but we're, we've been doing a lot of one shots uh, while we waited for some schedules to clear up, so we can do our, our campaign or, you know, start some smaller campaigns. So on the 18th is when is our next uh, is our next real you know campaign starter, and we're going to be doing some Monster of the Week. Uh, the 25th we're going to be doing some Fragged Empire. We're going to alternate between those just like we used to do uh, with Hauler and Call of Cthulhu. Uh, but this uh, this Monday the 11th. Not sure yet. Uh Tuesday, however, Aaron, I know you you already did some plugs, but you're running something on Tuesday if you want to tell us a little bit about that. We'll be running a little one-shot
0: of Teenage Mutant Dirt Bags. And if you think it's a ripoff of Teenage Mutant Turtles, you're right. But it's a fun little game, and we're gonna have some uh we're gonna have some slapstick uh 3 Stooges sort of enjoyment with it.
6: Fantastic. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then the Tuesday after that, the 19th is the talk like a pirate day where I will be hopping into the seat. To run some Pirate Borg. But then on the 26th, Stephen, he gets back in here and we're starting up a new campaign. Stephen, what's the new campaign on Tuesdays going to be?
5: Marvel Multiverse RPG. We're going to play as some X-Men. Uh, those of you that have seen Kipser play in some of these one shots and on Tuesdays, you might know that she's an X-Men enthusiast and uh, she basically pulled out a gun and told us we're playing this. Uh, so that's our only option.
6: It's true. It's actually true. We mm-hmm. do need to get Kipzer... Oh, you spelled her name wrong. That's why. There it is. As an X-Men Enthusiast. Yep. Uh, Let's see. Uh, After that, uh, let's see. Next Thursday, we should be back to die. Uh, We are nearing the end of that, or at least a possible end or possible chapter end, something like that. Uh, But very important uh, episode next week. Uh, And then next Friday, we'll be back to Delta Green uh, as we are alternating between Conan and Delta Green on Fridays. So that's the schedule. Lots of stuff coming down the pike. If you haven't subscribed yet and followed the channel here on Twitch and subscribed over on YouTube, uh, please consider doing so. Uh, and, And you can see a bunch of the games that we've been running lately, lots of one shots and weird stuff. But we still have a couple years worth of games that hopefully something there is useful to you if you're trying to learn a new game. Uh, and you want to see other folks play it and screw up and kind of learn the rules, that's pretty much what we do here. So uh, thanks, everyone, for coming out tonight. Thanks to those of you who threw bits and subs and stuff out and gave us a hype train early on. We are going to go ahead and raid our good friends over at the Defenders of Cobalt. so go ahead and follow us with that. And uh, otherwise, have a great rest of your night. Bye-bye. Good night.
1: Bye.